The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik Show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Ta-da! Oh my god. Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. Here we are. I'm Joel Mahalik, and uh, along in the studio is... Sharon. The laughing Sharon. And the... He just scared the bejesus out of me. And the, the sad eyes, Molly. Looking up at her mommy. Aww. So lovingly. Uh, welcome to the program. Yeah, welcome. Uh, the Joel Mahalik Show, broadcasting at joelmahalik.com. New episode every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. And uh, this week is Super Bowl week. Yes, it is. So I wanted to tell everybody what I was doing uh, for the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. It was so funny when you told me what you were doing and then said that you knew of a lot of other people doing it. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not watching the Super Bowl. I have no interest in the no, Super Bowl. No, you are watching the Super Bowl. I am watching the Super Bowl, not the current Super Bowl. I'm watching my DVR'd Super Bowl 52. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. The one his team was in. <laughs> and in fact, I was I was I was out early, earlier today. They're doing the same thing, having a big party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having a big Super Bowl like, party watching last year's show. <laughs> that's because the Patriots are in it. They are always in it. I'm looking forward to a year when they won't be in it. I mean, there have been years that they weren't in it. but Yeah, but for the past nine years, right. though, they but, have been in it. And people, I, I think people are just tired of Patri- See, being yeah. Patriots versus blank. Yeah, it's and, a know. little ridiculous. I mean, they cheat their way to the Super Bowl <laughs> and then cheat during the Super Bowl. So This is I great mean, controversy, folks. I mean, really. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, joelmahalik.com, that's where we're at. Also at Facebook at JM Talk or Twitter at WQYB Radio. So uh, I want to talk about uh, yesterday. Uh, a couple things about yesterday. First of all, yesterday we uh, we had the the pleasure of having the uh, the grandchildren for yes. for a couple out a couple yeah. quick hours. Uh, if, let me just tell you. Let me interrupt you for a minute. No, go ahead. Go and, ahead and tell you. Let me sit over here. Right. We'll do that. And Bubs is getting so big. He is. Like, and just everything about him is getting so big. He's not allowed to do this. But he still has that. He still has that thing where we're like, after they got here, he wanted a drink, and of course they, you know, they sent him over with the, um, the, you know, the pouch drinks. Of the yeah, song. yeah. And uh, so he's standing in the kitchen because he has to drink in the kitchen now. Right. He's standing in the kitchen. And I'm in the laundry room, uh, and he's sitting there and he's drinking. I mean, the straw never comes out of his mouth. Like he's drinking this whole thing in one sip, and while he's doing it, he's got that look, you know, with his head's down, his eyes are up at me. 
Oh, well, that like, take it look. away. Go ahead. I dare no, you. No, that evil look like I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Not dare, I dare <laughs> you to take it away. Like when I tell him he can't do something, he gives me that look. Yeah. Like he's Satan. Yeah. So, But anyway, so no, they were over here yesterday. And uh, here's the thing. Now, I'm a gamer. Right. Not, I mean, I'm not a gamer, but I, 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 I play a couple games. I You know, two gaming computers, etc. But... So what I don't do that gamers do is they gamers like to watch other gamers game, right? Because they learn from it, they use it as a learning tool, and I and I get it. I just don't have that much time in my life. Uh, so <laughs> so so I know I know that there's people out there that stream themselves gaming, so other people can watch them game and learn from them gaming, and then you take that a step further. There are people out there making. Uh, homegrown videos on how to cook, how to cut your lawn, how to, well, yeah, how to, there's how all to, of these. how to, how to. Right, right. Yesterday, to entertain our grandson, there were videos being watched on how to play with Play-Doh. Oh, no. Come on now. That's I, his thing. <laughs> I think we reached... He we, loves Play-Doh. We've reached this level where... Uh, Anything is television worthy. You know, but he he is learning because he's learning his colors, his shapes. So it's a good learning tool for him that he, I mean, he he's like a sponge. But I mean, what's next? We're watching videos on how to play with Play-Doh. What's after that? What? I mean, what? You're just jealous. <laughs> Maybe I am because I can't get my video series <laughs> off the ground on YouTube yet. But but no, I'm saying you're jealous because when you were a kid, you had to figure out how to play Play-Doh instead of learning how on YouTube. But we had fun doing it. When I was a kid, we had the outside and our imagination. <laughs> and it's not like you, you were sound like when you were a kid, you were locked in a closet. <laughs> And you had to imagine no, being outside. No, we were outside. locked outside until nightfall. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were locked. Yeah, we got uh, up in the morning, they threw you out and shut and locked the door. <laughs> and then when you did disappear, then they're out on the front porch, your parents, screaming your name across the neighborhood when the streetlights come on, you know? Uh, Remember well, that? They just opened a the door. have changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have. They have. Uh, so, anyway, so anyway, so yeah, so he, just watching videos on on how. In fact, we're, the video we were watching was teaching him how to make a rainbow rose. I would want to know how to make a rainbow rose. See now, when when we were kids, uh, my brother and all, my brother and I, <laughs> my brother and all, my brother and all, my brother and all, my brother and I. <laughs> decided to you know we didn't need videos to do this we assembled all my mother's candles that we could find in the house and then we put them all together into my sister's easy bake oven to make a new candle <laughs> of course the easy bake oven never worked again <laughs> but you know that's you know if you were my son <laughs> i think i would have beat I mean, I your good. ass I, generally generally speaking i was well behaved and good <laughs> I, on the other hand, was not. Oh, <laughs> well, we know that. What? <laughs> wow. So also, then later on yesterday, we went um, we, we went out. We had to go shopping. Had to buy a washer. But 
Oh my god, I know. I'm so excited about getting that. But we we got to play a game yesterday. That we we got to play a game that we always play when we go out. So um, uh, when we were, when we're out of the store, of course I had to use the men's room, and then I got to play our favorite game. <laughs> Where in the hell is my wife? <laughs> Anytime we go to a store, we get to play this. Right, <laughs> and uh, and, and it's I figure out where my wife could be. Right. Well, here's <laughs> the thing, I, I'm I'm here to tell you, and th- this is good news for you because uh, last week when my sister was down and we had to go to Pennsylvania, we stopped at a dollar, a family dollar. That's what it was. Okay. And uh, so we're in there, and you know, a dollar store is not big. None right. of them are. Okay. Right. And I had to play. Where the hell is my sister at? <laughs> so, and I mean, I made three complete trips down the front aisles, down the back, front, right? back, front, <laughs> back, before I found her. <laughs> and you know, she, and she says the same thing you do. I was right here. The whole time, <laughs> I was right there. Well, then there is some sort of elusive alien force going on. That hides, you know, and hides the aisle that I you're was in. Wearing from me. my invisible coat. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. But I, I was. But I don't know. I, I mean, I'm wondering if other men have to I, play that game. They do. I'm sure. It doesn't I'm matter. Sure. I could lose. I you think it's in a, fun. I can lose you in a tent for five minutes. I mean, <laughs> and you'd be right there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it's fun. And you know, the whole time, I was thinking, okay, I really shouldn't go anywhere because Joel will lose me. And then he'll get mad. I thought you were going to stay right in that area. You were looking for something in that area. Right, but then I changed my mind and I wanted to look for something else in another area. Because that never happens. So, I was like, well, all right, I'll be back long before... He comes out. Yeah, that didn't happen. No. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't ever happen, if you think about it. Well, no, but the intention is there. Well, the intention doesn't find you any faster, <laughs> especially when it was a Home Depot. That I know. Has like 50 oh, I some love aisles. Home Depot. But that's my candy store. <laughs> <laughs> that's your candy store. Yes, I love Home Depot. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so we got to play. It's a really weird version of hide and seek, but that's what it is. <laughs> it's he and couldn't seek. just pick up his cell phone and call me and say, "Hey, babe, where I are you?" I was getting ready to. I was getting ready to. <sighs> but recall that you don't always answer the phone when I call either. Oh no, that's not true. <laughs> I I pick up the phone every single time. You pick it up. You right. pick it up off the table. Right. Okay. I didn't say I answered it. I just said I pick it up. That's my point. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> uh, uh, later on on the show, we have a new wombat. We have a new uh, hero uh, for your liking. And uh, also, coming up a little later on after the break, I know I want to talk a bit about phone scams. I know a thing or two about that. Not to sound like a State Farm commercial, you know. I, <laughs> I've i seen a thing or two, so I know a thing or two. Right. You know, but that could be easily be my motto for my business. It really could. You know, but they stole it from me before I could get it. Right. Before it could come to me, they stole it. 
So I wanna, those people. <laughs> so I want to talk about that. And uh, also, if you cruise by Facebook for the first time now, for like on show thirty six, thirty seven here, I'm not sure the exact count, but include in my ten years previously on the air, mm-hmm. we uh, we have we have a bona fide controversial subject on the Facebook page. Wow! That uh, we're not going to get in, we're not going to get into here, but it involves the the new mandate that the that girls are joining the Boy Scouts. Mm. Um, so I, I simply just posted a news story, I left it alone, and boy, did it breed some um, some instability. Wow! So, so people were losing their minds. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, the thought occurred to me. I was like, you know, this is kind of why I don't do politics on the radio anymore. Yeah. But it occurred to me yesterday. Not that it didn't occur to me before, because I think it probably did. But it occurred to me yesterday or last night when I was looking at what was going on. Is that you almost can uh, have uh, different, wildly, violently different sides on almost anything you pay you, you post. This was about the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Um, I'm not. Is, I don't even know if it's a merger or not. Right. I feel like the Girl but Scouts are still the there, girls but they're letting to join girls, the Boy Scouts. Right. And they had to change your name too to Scouts BSA. So, but I think the Girl Scouts stay intact. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it, but uh, but it's like a milestone, you know. That we <laughs> I sure. caused the, I caused yeah. the fight on the Facebook show page wow. for the first time in essentially almost twelve broadcasting years. Took wow, that took that long because some of the other controversies I was involved in on Facebook, mm-hmm. like previously when I lost some radio con- contacts in the radio world, was because I was not a Democrat, and when I was publicizing what my political affiliation was. Then, um, then people would just get angry because they would look at my profile and go, "What? You're not a Democrat? I can't yeah, be right. friends with you." <laughs> that kind of silly controversies. But yeah. Um, so yeah. So if you want to stop by there and comment, I only ask what I asked last night. Please be civil. Keep a civil tongue. Yeah. I mean, we have to be able to discuss things in this like nation. grown adults. Exactly. Like grown adults. Not little children. Well, the grown adults me, me, are always me, me, fighting me, now. Me, 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 <laughs> Sound like a Muppet over there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was... Never mind. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's that. So, if you stop by there, check that out. Um, I will. And, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately for us, I, I, I think it's driving more people to the page or to the show, which is great. Yeah, but if that's what it for takes. I will post. I will post more crap like that, you know. Right. Um. That, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I can post a weather report tomorrow, <laughs> and see what that does. Probably nothing. Well, you never know. I didn't think posting that was going to do that. You know. Well, considering you said you weren't going to get into it, I'm not. But you really got into it. Not well. I can really get into it, but I'm not really going to get into no. it. No. I'm really not going to get into it. Because then it would be like politics all over again. But, um, so, uh, also, I meant to make a question out of this on social media, and I did not. I forgot. Because um, I'm wondering if uh, the, there's a story that we saw in conjunction with having a problem with our Molly oh, that we yeah. are investigating a little deeper because we oh, want to yeah, bring definitely. it. We want to blow the doors off this sure. you know, for a segment on yeah. the program. but. 
And I need to post because I want to hear from other people. I want to know if they're having problems. We had a problem, we think, with uh, our, our Molly's rabies uh, shot, her three-year shot. Right. And it made her sick for like a week and a half. I thought it was more like five days. No, it was over a week. Okay. It was over right. a week at least. That's why I said a week and change, week okay. and a half maybe. And uh, it was at near the end of that that we saw some things come out um, about vets that are complaining about how the vaccine for rabies, rabies right. and some other vaccines, I guess, but mostly rabies, is uh, it's mandated that the same dosage for a five-pound dog is you know the same as a 120-pound dog. And uh, no. so there are some vets speaking out, and this is why we want to dig into it, that say that we're sure. l- literally yeah, yeah. killing dogs. I. Uh, y- I know, and <clears throat> excuse me. You're um, excused. <laughs> well, we had to take Molly to the vet for another shot, um, and I did bring it up. But they said they talked to the doctor and get back to you. Yeah, so I talked to the vet tech, and there goes my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But I talked to the vet tech, and she said she would talk to the doctor, and um, I didn't hear anything from the doctor. And I'm hoping that they do, because I'd like to know what our vet's opinion of this is. Right. Well, I think what I'm going to do is uh, tomorrow call the vet and ask to have him call me. Yeah, because the yeah. so we can discuss this. Yeah, if only but for a minute of his time. Right. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um. Exactly. But so I'm going to put that out there. So look for that okay. on our social media. I'm going to put out a question because I want to know if you've had problems with the rabies vaccine, particularly right in your fur babies. Yep. And that way, as we gather more information about this to present it. You know, on on the podcast, we'll have we'll have some public opinion that you know we went out and right. direct, directly look for. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I'm going to come knocking on all your doors out there. <laughs> yeah, and I'll do it too. Oh, he will. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's some stuff that we're working on in the future, and um, and what else? What else? What do you have in in a minute? Yeah, something minute. you want to talk about in a minute before we uh we go to break, so you can drink some more of your soda, um, your soda pop, your pop. I don't have anything. Oh, okay, that's a very nice. I have something, nice shirt you wear, but it's going to take more than a minute to discuss it. So okay, we well, have a, your shirt's very nice. Why? Thank you. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice you know shade of seven or eight colors, but it's nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, thank you. I just don't understand how it's warm, but you say it's warm. I don't get how it's warm. Oh, it's very warm. I mean, is it? I mean, is, is it made of? I don't. I don't get it. It doesn't even feel warm. It doesn't feel like it's made of anything that can be warm. It feels like um, spandex. I was loose spandex. No, is that not a thing? Loose spandex. No, but you're weird. Okay. Well, I'll be weird anyway. <laughs> so while I'm being weird, I'm going to go take a drink, and uh, we'll be back in like I don't know, ninety seconds. Right. All after right. This. this message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? And we're back. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. New episode every Sunday at JoelMahalik.com. Join us on Facebook at JM Talk and on Twitter at WQYB Radio. Uh, so uh, here we go. On the show here we got uh, Molly is, is very active right now in the studio. Yeah. Yes, she is. Um, so I wanted to talk about Pinterest. Uh, as I said to you earlier this week, I wanted to talk about Pinterest, and, and I almost forgot, actually. I, re- I reminded myself yeah. on the break. But uh, I, I love Pinterest. Pinterest is a yeah, great so site yeah. for a lot of things. Now, we get a lot of recipes from Pinterest. We a do. A lot of recipe ideas, but yeah. I have a whole section dedicated to what you can do with campers, uh, you know, uh, storage ideas, palette, what you can do with pallet wood. Right. Uh, which is funny. We have all these aspirations to do stuff with pallet wood. We haven't done anything with pallet wood. <laughs> but look at it. <laughs> but, yeah, but look, <laughs> yeah, look at it. We have a couple of pallets out back waiting for something to be gone. Right. And now they're soaked from all the rain we have. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing about Pinterest. I love it. I want to get that out of the way. I want that understood. Yes. That I love We Pinterest. understand that you love Pinterest. But here's the thing. When I'm looking at a recipe and I go... I want to see how that's made. I want to try that. I like that. And then, so, you know, some of the recipes on Pinterest will tell you right there. Yeah. Ingredients, how to make it. It's right there when you click the pin. They call yeah. pins. Many of them don't have that. You click the pin, and then there's a picture, and then it says, make this recipe or something like that. Some sort of button that you right. click to right. take you out of the site to somebody's usually website. blog. Usually it's a blog website. Right. And that's great. That's all fine and well. I, I, I love to write, so I appreciate people that like to write. Right. But I want the recipe. Like, I have to... I don't... Yeah, exactly. I don't want to know your life history. Right. You know, who's... What dog you had first and, and you know... And, yeah, and you got you to... Gotta, besides the ads, that the click ads, that are all over your blog... Exactly. And the fact that, you know, uh, the water heater busted this morning. You had to worry about that. And that's what made you think of this great comfort food dinner. I don't care about all that. I want the recipe. I'm sitting here <laughs> scrolling and scrolling. I know. Until my fingers bleed to finally get the ingredient list. And then after the ingredient list, now I have to hear about how your mother-in-law stayed with you last week. And really upset the whole wow. family. And then, and then I find out how to make the damn thing. And by then, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm yeah, hungry. you lose... <laughs> <laughs> um, M and F in hangry. Yes. So, so I love Pinterest, but the you, the people with the blogs, you have to. I mean, you don't all have to be Stephen King's. You don't have to take right. a recipe and turn it into a thousand page novel. Exactly. Just tell me what I need to buy. And how I need how to I do need it. To make it. And here's the other thing. Why don't you? Why do I have to figure out? portion sizes like you know 
these meals are being are for like four to eight people. Right. Can, can you suggest a smaller recipe? Because sometimes you try to adjust it yourself and then maybe something's not right. Mess it up, right. I don't know. But now, that leads me to another problem that I'm always complaining about. When we go to the market, why can't I buy four hot dog rolls, four hamburger rolls, a half a loaf of bread? You are preaching to the choir. It's only the two of us. I know. People, you don't realize how much bread we throw away. Because by the time we get to it all... It's blue and green, and I don't think that's the intended color of bread. Right. Maybe my grandson's making Play-Doh bread <laughs> that's red and green and blue, but the bread that's my Wonder Bread is not supposed to be those colors, not beyond the wrapper. But they are, because we can't buy portion right. sizes. Right. Now, you know who does Schwann's, if you ever heard of this, this is not an endorsement. We buy from Schwann's. Yeah. They're a little bit better on portion control because they individualize a lot of their stuff. Right. But then you're paying out the ass for it. You know, yeah. It, it's like the theory behind, why is everybody fat? Well, because a triple cheeseburger deluxe is 99 <laughs> cents and a salad is 15 bucks. Exactly. Know? Exactly, that's why. I just stepped up on a soapbox here, didn't well, I? I know, right? It was Here, let me help you down. <laughs> it was supposed to be about Pinterest, but <laughs> but what I'm saying is, listen, lots of great recipes come from Pinterest. We've made a lot of things that have made it, that have actually gone on to be on our regular list. Now, let me interrupt you. This is how you and I discussed dinner plans. Okay? Which we certainly haven't done for tonight. Right. But this is how we do it. Babe, have any dinner ideas? <laughs> I don't know, babe. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? Um, Hold on one minute. Boom, right to Pinterest. Right, yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know? or, or the other day when I asked you what you wanted to do for dinner, you're like, nothing. Well, that tells me, well, okay, well, I guess I'm going to make myself a little hobo stew. Right. You know, because that means you're not going to eat. Which, by the way, is not healthy. Ratting you out. Hey, uh, healthy or not, my doctor says it's okay. I'm going to do it. <sighs> anyway, so uh, please calm down on the blogs. Just give me the recipe. Right. Just give me the recipe. Now, exactly. I've taken a recipe uh, in the newsletter at work, actually. They asked for recipes. Which one did I say? I did the, I wanna, oh, I know what it was. It was the pierogi. I think it was the pierogi casserole with the kibasi in it. I think that's the one that I put. I, I submitted to the newsletter, but I wrote it up. Right. And everybody, a lot of people made it and enjoyed it, and it is yeah. a really good meal. Yeah. But even more people liked the way I wrote about it. Oh, I know. It's it was hilarious. So actually, you don't have to. You don't have to write a a, a book. I was about to say boring book, but I don't want to say that. I don't want people to get up upset even though i'm bitching about their, their blogs but <laughs> you know i just we we need to get to the crust of it we need we, we just need to know what to do and how to get there right you know i don't need directions like the old school house that used to be on the corner <laughs> <laughs> just, just tell me how to <laughs> right so and uh, and why we're on the subject of food and recipes you had a disappointment for the first time with the instant pot you weren't happy with your oh, recipe. Oh, yeah, no. And I will never do that again. Never. My, I get praised for my chili. 
okay, I could sell it. However, when, <clears throat> sorry about my voice, guys, but when you said, babe, let's put it in the Instapot, I was like, eh. You oh. were leery, yes. I really was. I really was leery. And so we did, and 10 minutes later, it was nasty. No, I didn't think it was nasty. I still enjoyed I did. it. I did. I did. It but just felt like... You felt like the spices didn't get yeah, the pop. Right, they didn't. And when I took it to work the next day and told my co-worker, here, you can have this, but put it in a crock pot for, you know, all day on low. So she did that. And? It was delicious. Okay, well, well we so, know. Chili in a crock pot. Chili Listen, not in everything's going to work pot. in a pressure cooker. Right. The Instant Pot is nothing but a pressure cooker. You cook chicken or steak or something in there, mm -hmm. it turns out good. Right. Okay, but maybe stews are not meant for that kind of cooking, you know, that flash cooking, because that's what now, it is. Now, I have a question. I have an answer. When you cooked it in the Instant Pot, yes. did you cook it on beef, beefs and stews? Mm. There's, it, there's a button that says stews. It told me hi. Okay, yeah, no. You probably should have used the stews. Well, maybe the Pinterest button. recipe for it should have said that. Well, sometimes you or have maybe to stray from your Pinterest recipe. Or maybe it did, but I was getting uh, told about the rings around the tub that they had to scrub beforehand. So maybe I got lost somewhere in, in the rest of the blog. Trying maybe to they said they had to scrub at it for 10 minutes. <laughs> So chili uh, to the crock pot, stews to the crock pot. Yes. Soups probably will stay with the crock pot then because we make soups in the crock yeah, pot. I wouldn't yeah. want those same problems. Right. But if you're making chicken or we made a nice Swiss steak. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. That was really, anyway. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you handle your thingy? Vocally wise, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, as long as do your exercises. Okay, go ahead. Sharon had so something nasty. that she wanted to uh, to discuss. All right, so people, just um, forgive me for my voice. Um, this is what happens when you talk too much. Well, why don't you? Shut it up, then. Well, I have to say <laughs> what I want to say. That's right. All right. Now, I have a story here, okay? Um, the headline is, I'm going to die here. And this and is from Pinterest, right? No. Okay. Um, it was an inmate told the prison guard that she was going to die. She ended up dying. Um, and she was complaining of aches and pains and this is wrong and she had these for two days okay she was on the floor rolling around crying because it hurt and um she ended up dying and oh she wanted to go to the hospital and they said um no they yelled at her for talking over them. She was only 36. And it just brings to light the problem 
that uh, the cost that the customers that the health care is not stepping up to their you know in in the hospital in the prison system right because you sometimes you see like riots and stuff breaking out in the prisons and sometimes it's for reasons like that like they right. want exactly and there's exactly. And, and you know what that could be another whole controversial thing because there's two sides of that too you're gonna have people yeah. that are like yeah they they need better medical care and there's other people that say what well, for what they're in prison right. you know what i mean yeah uh right. so there's two schools of thoughts on that but that's why a lot of riots break out now where did that happen did this, it say with prison yeah it did but a lot of riots um, break out to uh you know because they want better conditions they want better medical conditions more playtime. elkhart community corrections wow so she so two days was complaining and died four days later or was it six days from the uh, from the two days of complaining no, it was nine days from the date that... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just the way that you worded that, I was like, okay. I'm just... Because you were discussing it earlier, and I just... Right. I didn't know if it, was, um, if it was a total of six days from getting there, or six days from the... It was... Um, Let's go with six days. And William 20 years back. And then they hang yourself in a jail cell. Is that what she did? Yeah, because she was mentally ill. Oh wait a minute! And so, they ignored her. Oh, I thought what you were saying earlier. No, no, that's a different one. That's a separate okay situation. But I'm just. Hi. Right, well, it's okay. It's all right. I know. I I just don't like bringing a story up if I don't know and can't answer every question. <laughs> That you have. Well, I don't mean to put you on a hot seat or anything. Right? <laughs> the, so, all right, the guards thought that she was going through withdrawal. Because she was an addict? Right. Um, but she wasn't. I guess I can see that, though. Because you see, you know, like when you see people who are withdrawing yeah. from it, they're like, you know, on the floor, they're rolling around, holding their stomachs, and... So I guess I can see that. I'm yeah. not saying it's ju- it makes it justifiable. You know, they still, even if you're going through withdrawal and having issues like that, mm-hmm. should st- I mean, still at least go to the infirmary and start there. Well, she was a single mother of five. Wow. Well, that makes it sad. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So, uh, you know, they, they need Getting some back reform. To they need some reform. They do. I think the healthcare system needs reform too. Well, that could take a whole hour. It could. <laughs> it could. But because I, I I do spoon that out in dribs and drabs and pieces, you know, with <laughs> right, especially like when I was covering the diabetic issue, the issue with the insulin, right? You know, right. so. But um, right. Yeah, so so we'll that's have to keep a watch yeah, on that. we will. Well, we say we're going to keep a watch on everything, but you know, we don't. You never hear beyond that point. What kind of news coverage And we is were that? saying that the last... Yeah, we talked uh, about that before. You know, you, you hear about this devastating event, and you don't hear another word. Right. After it. Exactly. So. All right. Um, the Delaware State Police put out a uh, another alert about phone scams this week. 
Okay. And it got me thinking because I, I actually, I did not, I usually take those and I post them. Right. And I didn't because instead of just saying, here's another phone scam to be wary of. And of course it pertains to more than just Delaware because, this, mm-hmm. you know, but the Delaware State Police, have, they have a computer unit and they look for these things. Right. So I wanted to take a different approach. I just wanted to talk to people briefly uh, on a podcast about phone scams. It doesn't really matter what the phone scam is. Sending you or posting a piece of news that says, hey, this phone scam is making its way around, is you could say that every time a phone scam comes around. I think it was, to me, it would be more important to share with people from my experience uh, in in IT. That's my full-time gig. Um, I think it's important to realize that the phone scams are like one of the biggest businesses. And what, oh, yeah. what I wanted to tell people instead of saying, well, here's another scam and it's called this and this is what they're trying to do. Why, if you don't know the phone number calling you, would you pick up the phone? Well, and I'm asking you it. because kind of sometimes you do. I do. And the reason I do is because um, there may be something going on where I'm expecting a call from a doctor or I'm expecting a call from Joe Schmo that lives three blocks away because he has something, you know, he's selling something or whatever. You know what I mean? And so I'll pick it up. Right. And it turns out to be a scam. The IRS says they want all your money and they want it right now. So my point is... If it was important, they'd leave a voicemail. I find this to be true with, with calls that I don't pick up. And I go, right. oh, it's John. Well, now John will make it into my phone contact list. Right. And I'll know next time. And so, you'll call him back. Right. right. So my, my point would be, because I'm running out of time this segment, my point would be, if you don't know the number, don't pick up the phone. Scammers right. won't leave a voicemail. And if they do, it's, it's going to be robotic, I think. But if it's important, they'll leave a message. Otherwise, because the, the key to a scammer is they're very good at the hook. Right. They're very good at getting your attention. And once they get that yep. hook, then they have you. And you'll never get off the phone. And then right. you wind up in all kinds of trouble. So when it comes to phone scams, Joel Mahalik says, if you don't know the number, don't answer your phone. Exactly. And if you, they do leave a message and it is a scam or somebody you never heard of or sounds suspicious, block the number. Exactly. Because they're using so, the science of virtual numbers now where they'll get virtual numbers in your area code so right. it looks like somebody you might be expecting that call from. And it'll be a 302-985. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And that's because my phone number is 302 302- Nine eight five. Right. Blah blah blah. Blah blah. Well, now there's nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine possibilities that somebody listening to the podcast will can use to try to find you, but anyway, and scam you. Oh well, <laughs> they'll never get me. Anyway, so just don't pick up the phone if you don't know the number. That's my advice on the whole phone scam thing. Exactly. Otherwise, we come agreed. Coming back at the break. Honor thy heroes and Wombat of the Week, and maybe not in that order. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking 
off. A new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Hey, welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and we broadcast a new episode, or we release, I should say. Release a new episode every Sunday at joelmahalik.com. Also, find me on Facebook at JM Talk. Find us on Twitter at WQYB Radio. And remember, you can also hear the show on Friday nights at 6 p.m. on Star FM Radio, and on Sunday nights at 11 p.m., on 920 WON, the Apple, in Brooklyn, New York. And those links are on the webpage and social media. So there you have it. That's how you can hear the show. Uh, okay, so this is what we call the home stretch uh, of the program. It's the third segment and the final segment. And it's where we hold our Wombat of the Week segment and our Honor Thy Heroes. And they'll both be up in just a moment. I wanted to just cover a uh, a piece I saw on TechCrunch, and yes, I'm kind of I'm a geeky, I'm nerdy, I'm a Trekkie fan, and I do IT all damn day and night. So yes, I read articles on these techie places. But anyway, according to TechCrunch, they say it's time to pay serious attention to the app TikTok, T I K T O K, and. Uh, so if you haven't heard about it, it's often referred to as a lip-syncing app, which makes it sound like it's some online karaoke experience. But a closer comparison, uh, according to TechCrunch, would be Vine, which is Twitter's still sorely missed short-form video app whose content lives on as compilations on YouTube. Uh, I used to really enjoy watching uh, Vines, which are like six-second videos. It just I think they would repeat like three times. and uh, So they were enjoyable, but... TikTok is 15-second videos, and you can mix some sound effects and some music to them. And they're more like memes, is how they kind of call them. But they're saying there's a 275% increase uh, in users uh, uh, since uh, over December 2017. So sort of the same time period last year, the previous year. I can't say last year, because last year would be 2018, and this is 2017 they're talking about. So, um, I downloaded it and had it for a couple days so I can kind of see what was up about it, because I'm always looking for, okay, 
platforms to do short videos, maybe, for, you know, interactivity for the program. But I have to tell you, I lost a lot of brain cells in the couple days I had TikTok, and I, I had to get rid of it. Um, I mean, I'm sure with the amount of users it has, there's a lot of people who think it's some great thing, you know. Um, but I just... I when I watched some of the videos, I sort of felt like this is the dumbing down of the human race. Like people are, uh, you're you're doing stupid things, and most of the stuff on there is stupid, silly things, and broadcasting it. Like what is going on? Like where have we come to? And so I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, TikTok is now, like, attracting the interest of, like, Jimmy Fallon and Tony Hawk. Now, Tony Hawk, I can see. I can see him doing stuff, you know, 15 seconds because he does, you know, great stuff in the world of skating. But Jimmy Fallon, I mean, I don't know. What would you do with, with 15-second 15 15 segments? I don't know. Um, so, I don't know. So... Another point that TechCrunch made is that other than people like Tony Hawk or Jimmy Fallon, they're saying that unlike some of the other uh, platforms like YouTube, Instagram, they're saying that TikTok just doesn't yet have that dominated feel um, by micro-celebs. Um, but it says although they, they do exist. And if they mean that the same regular people you see on TikTok doing other stupid things all the time... Then I, then okay, then yeah, yeah, you have some, you have some micro celebs out there, micro wombat celebs maybe, uh, on there, but I don't know. Like, I mean, it's on my cloud now, so I could download it again. I just don't know. I can't, I can't let too many brain cells get away from me because I need them. I need them to be a functioning adult, and I have to go to work and pay taxes for other people that can't work because they're hanging out on TikTok. Doing silly things, <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, but uh, I will, I, I will, if I remember, because I may have lost a couple more brain cells just talking about TikTok. I'll remember to try to remember to post this article link in the show notes of the podcast uh, for your reading pleasure. So anyway, our next segment is Wombat of the Week. Now, you can join in on the fun by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the program. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmahalik.com or joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a message on our Facebook page at JM Talk. So get me those stories of stupid people. And this one is, wow. That's all I can say about this one. Wow. A woman poses as Walgreens pharmacist for years and hands out 750,000 prescriptions. Uh, coming out of San Jose, California, not California, uh, a Bay Area woman is accused of posing as a pharmacist and handing out nearly a million prescriptions before she was caught. This, according to the California Board of Pharmacy in California. According to the board, Kim Thien Lee told them she'd attended Creighton University, but records revealed she'd never graduated. When the board asked Lee for her pharmacist license number, they said they discovered she had used the license numbers 
of two other pharmacists with similar names. During questioning, she told the board, me and my son would be very grateful if you could just forget about this. Just for, just, just forget about it. I'd be really grateful if you just forget that I handed out 745,355 prescriptions in the course of a decade posing as a pharmacist. <laughs> but just please, just forget about this. Uh, she worked at Walgreens in San Jose, Milpitas, and Fremont. Think about that. Somebody who's not a qualified pharmacist for 10 years gives out almost a million prescriptions. I mean, what would happen if they went back and checked to make sure that she didn't misprescribe something? Oh my God, the ramifications behind this. <sighs> Crazy. Lee is not the only one in trouble. The board is looking at revoking Walgreens Pharmacy's license at the stores where she worked. Walgreens couldn't tell the board if they requested or reviewed Lee's pharmacist's license and couldn't furnish her employment application during the agency's investigation. Walgreens should have done a better job in screening, said a customer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Screen your people. Oh my goodness. You know how many times I can bring this kind of subject up? You know, the screening process? You know, when, you, when you're hiring people? When you're hiring pharmacists, when you're hiring law enforcement officers, I mean, don't you think you want to make sure you screen them? I mean, I see the screening process that they go through at my work, and a lot of times we have vacancies for a long time because you just can't find the right people. That's a real problem. <sighs> okay. Uh, Walgreens spokesperson said that Lee stopped working for the company in 2017 and that the company undertook a re-verification of the licenses of all of the pharmacists nationwide to ensure that this was an isolated incident. When asked how long she was able to work at Walgreens for so long under the guise that she was a pharmacist, the spokesperson did not want to comment. This case remains under investigation. Of course. This is just amazing to me that she was able to go that long as a posing as a pharmacist. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't care if you went for 12 of the 15 credits, three of the four years, five of the seven years. I don't care. You can't partially go for training and then go do and do the job. I, I mean, there are some jobs you can test out. Okay, there are some jobs you can test out on. But prescribing medications to people, I mean, I just can't imagine what might happen as they investigate this 10 years. Whew. I don't know. So, I, you know, I'm going to let you, as the listener, choose who the wombat should be here. Okay, is Walgreens the wombat for allowing someone to work for 10 years and handing out all those prescriptions and not really verifying them enough to know that she was not a qualified pharmacist? Or is Kim Thien Lee the wombat for, 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 I don't even know what to call this, impersonating a pharmacist? 
I don't know. That's why I let you decide. I'm not naming the wombat. I'm presenting you with the story, and I'll let you, the listener, decide which one is is the wombat for for your purposes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you figure out who you want to be the wombat of the week. And get me those stories. Wombat at joelmahalik.com. Now, Sharon always reminds me that I should spell it so people know. Okay, it's spelled C-O-M.com. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, JoelMahalik.com. Mahalik is spelled M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C. So now I've covered that base. And I think if I cover it at least once on the show, then I think I'm okay. Uh, so there you have it. Now, the other segment we do in the home stretch is uh, our Honor Thy Heroes. And this is where I comb through the news and in the same way, you can send me also news of heroes, everyday heroes doing great things um, in the world of law enforcement, medical, fire, dispatch, uh, emergency management. You know, I want to praise these people for doing great things. And so in the same way, you can send those stories to joelmahalikradio at gmail.com as well. And you can share them to me on the Facebook page. So, uh, uh, this week on Honor Thy Heroes, we're honoring uh, Chicago officers, police officers in Chicago, for rescuing a man and his dog from Lake Michigan. Now, unless your head's been buried in the snow lately, then you know Lake Michigan is uh, cold and frozen. Um, so apparently, a 33-year-old man is not being named, and his dog, a nine-month-old American Eskimo, uh, recovering from an ordeal that took place near the shores of Foster Beach on Sunday afternoon. This is last Sunday, this previous Sunday, depending on how you're looking at this and when you and when you're listening. Uh, but the man who was pulled out of the water by Chicago police officers, he's worried about other animal lovers. So, uh, Chicago officers uh, rescued the man. He says he was obviously very foolish and in the wrong for letting his dog off the leash in the park. I mean, people do that. I get it. I even see it all the time. Even if it's not a uh, fenced-in dog park, they take the dog off the leash, let him run around. Uh, He sent an email to the Tribune on Tuesday uh, saying that the ice ridges are just as big and dangerous at Montrose Dog Beach and... This is him saying it. I worry about dog owners and their dogs visiting these areas in these conditions. There's a real danger of a dog falling behind the ice ridge and needing rescue. Now, his he let his his dog off the leash, and it ran out and ended up you know, um, having a, a, a rescue problem. So he ended up jumping in the frozen waters to save his dog. And because that's, I mean, you know, people, dog lovers, love their dogs. I would jump into a frozen lake for Molly. Yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, I would, I would. <laughs> and then he, then in turn, they both had to be rescued, and they both were rescued by Chicago police officers. But the story, what's what's happening here, which I think is very interesting, is this guy who got rescued is making a bigger story out of the fact that other dog owners need to be concerned. Uh, because he says that this park is among 20 areas within the Chicago Park District, designated as dog-friendly, 
And of course, Montrose beat Dog Beach, being the largest with access directly to the lake. So now he has uh, Michelle Burke, a member of the Montrose Dog Beach Advisory Council, echoing his concern that he wrote to the paper. And so that now they just want to make sure that dog parents use common sense and stay home when the temperatures are really cold and not allow their dogs to be off the leashes where they could wind up in some sort of trouble in the lake areas. Um, so there you have it. The man said he'd been to Foster Lake Foster Beach, I'm sorry, on the lake, uh, hundreds of times. Uh, so it's you know it's 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 not a new area for him, but you got to remember the circumstances. I mean, Chicago was very cold last week. We have a daughter that lives in Chicago, and she sent us a picture of her wearing four pairs of pants, three jackets, four scarves, seven hats. This was just to walk to work, you know. So I don't need to go out there to experience that. Chicago is apparently real. The real deal when it comes to weather. No argument from me. Um, <clears throat> however, on the program, we wanna, we're want to honoring the Chicago police officers who rescued the man and his pup. And we are really glad that they are out of harm's way. Uh, they have recovered. They're in good shape. They've learned their lesson, which is good. Bad that they had to learn it that way, but good that they've learned their lesson. And honoring uh, the Chicago police officers are, they're on the bill for Honor Thy Heroes this week. So um, I need you to get me those stories. Especially, you know, if you are a law enforcement officer or a firefighter or a medical uh, technician, EMT or a paramedic or in the, any of these fields, a dispatcher, you can send me stories because you guys are probably signed up for all kinds of services where you hear about this stuff. And you can send them to me because there definitely is not enough heroes in the news. And, you know, if 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 my voice reaches one person and tells them about a hero, then uh, then that that works for me. I want people to know that there are heroes that work and walk among us right in your backyard. So thank you, Chicago Police Department and your officers. For saving that fur baby and the fur baby's daddy. Uh, from what could have been a very, very bad event. And remember folks, you have to keep your dog safe. You know, even in our uh, community, people have, they, they just, they let their dogs out and run around. And it's not bad. It's, it, it's bad for the dog. It's bad for other dogs. Our Molly's been attacked twice in this, in this community because of that. Um, and it's, you know, it's not bad for the owners. I mean, it's not good for the owners. I mean, what happens if your your pups get hit? I mean, you got to think about these things. Stop being so stupid. So, anyway. So, that brings us straight up to the close of the show. Uh, if you're watching the Super Bowl like I'm not, then I hope whoever you're rooting for, Rams, uh, win and, uh, and, and have fun. I'm hoping more so whoever's playing tonight, the Patriots of the Rams, I'd rather wish you happy Super Bowl gluttony and eat your heart to your heart's content because that's really what Super Bowl is all about, right? Food! <laughs> so other, other than that, we will catch you next week. Thanks for coming by and listening to the podcast. New show every Sunday. You have a good week, folks. Stay warm, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>